Welcome to the Jane Bond Show, from execution to excellence. And I am your host, Jane Bond, the serial entrepreneur who will be sharing with you valuable life lessons and interviewing influencers from around the country who are breaking through to success, along with giving you advice on navigating through the game. Today, our topic is full throttle. Our guest has never taken his foot off the gas and looked back. This young man will share with us his survival of Hurricane Katrina, building a business, maintaining a business, and now expanding a business. He will share with us all the challenges that go along with that. He will also share with us how he went from pitching fastballs in college to pitching fast exotic cars. He is said to be one to watch by car enthusiasts Floyd Mayweather and Fetty Wap. Without any further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Joe Brady of Full Throttle. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are speaking to Mr. Joe Brady of Full Throttle. Hi, so, guys. Hey, hey. So, Joe, give us a little background of yourself. You know, I know you're from Bergen County, New Jersey, not too far yes. from where I'm from, Philly. So right. just give us a little backstory. Well, I was born and raised in New Milford, in New Jersey, and uh, was in New Jersey for almost 30 years. You know, I played uh, sports my whole life. Uh, baseball kind of took me off. I played up in uh, Connecticut at Mitchell College for, uh, for about a year, and then traveled out to Europe and played out there for a couple of months with the USA International Collegiate Baseball Team and uh, decided to try to take my talents down to Florida <laughs> and uh, see, see where that went. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, we did a lot of traveling with, with baseball and stuff, so uh, I ended up down at Indian River College and did a semester there and then did a semester at UCF. And then we okay. We got hit with Katrina down there at that time. It was uh, 2005. Oh, wow. 2004, 2005, yeah, yeah. And... It, it was, it was crazy. Actually, it was a crazy situation. Then it was like my first yeah. time experiencing, actually experiencing something like that. I, you know, I'm used to the snow, <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. It was like a big welcome to Florida kind of thing, and it was just like, oh my gosh, you know, like I really was not ready for that. Um, so wow! Kind of tell us, tell out. us a little bit about Katrina, Hurricane Katrina. Tell us about that. <laughs> I tell you what, it was, it's not something you definitely want to be a part of. I, I can tell you that. Um, well, you would a be a survivor rough. of that, of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, a lot of us were, you, you know, I mean, I had to live in my car for a day and a half almost. Uh, we got kicked out of the dorms because it was a danger zone. Um, I went and tried to stay. Me and my buddy, one of the guys actually from Philly, uh, he was one of the catchers on the team. We uh, stuck together in that sense. And we tried to stay at a, a local hotel, like a motel, and they still, I mean, even when we checked in, they kicked us out afterwards, too, and said, hey, everybody's leaving. You got to get out of here. Um, wow. It was unlike anything I've ever seen. It was like a vacant area. It almost looked like surreal. It was like a movie, like in a sense. Like, you know, it, it was um, something you really wouldn't know how to prepare yourself for unless if you were taught how to prepare for it. And, okay. You know, we, we, we did the best we could. So, I mean, I, the winds were so strong, like you could feel like the car just rocking like back and forth. The college uh, got flooded out a little bit at Indian 
and we had to when we walked back we were in like waist deep water just to get some of the stuff out of the um you know out, out of our dorm room you know we had like an apartment setting so uh, whatever we could salvage we picked up and took and then walked out and loaded up the car and just said see you later i'm out of here you know we took off and went back up to new jersey i dropped him off in philly on the way up we said man this is <laughs> right so we left right away and um I tried to finish up a semester up at Bergen Community College just to get the degree thing going on, just to have that piece of paper. And my brother had reached out to me, my oldest brother. He was in the mortgage business for a while, and he had said that he thought that I would be really good with something like that. You know, I'm good with people, you know, sales and this sort of stuff. So he's like, you know, you should try to do this. He's like, you're just about to turn 20 and all this stuff, so you've got to figure this out now, and, you know, I'm, I want to help you out. Right. All right, you know, I'll give it a shot, see what's up. So you and went into the mortgage business. I did, yeah. I had to find a way to make money. I mean, at that point, it was just like, you know, the whole baseball thing wasn't really happening that fast, and, you know, I had to take care of things at home with the family, myself, and right, of course. everything else and try to start making some money, you know, something. Absolutely. And... I got involved. I was a retention specialist, somebody that just called people back to follow up on their you know, on their loan process and how everything was. That led to me becoming a loan officer. I got my licenses and everything. So within a year's time, you know, we're at, at that age, around 20, I'm making like, you know, 10, 15 grand a month. You know, at that point, I didn't really think about anything else. I just, I figured I could do that forever, you know? Of course, <laughs> like, 10, 10, 10 like, 15 what? grand a month is, you know, it's not something to laugh at, but yeah, at 20 no. years old, that's a lot of money. Exactly. I didn't know what I was doing. Back <laughs> then I was living like, uh, like I was in like an MTV rap video or something, you know, I'm going on vacation <laughs> every weekend, taking trips everywhere, doing certain things, splurging, spending money, not saving a dime, <laughs> you wow. know, kind of just, kind of just living it, you know, and uh, next thing you know, the market hit. In 2007, you know, had that big crash, right? And uh, that that kind of put a lot of the businesses in the mortgage, but like out, like out of business. So, um, and at that point, did you kind of put the whole dream for baseball on the side? And and um, when I was making the money, when I was making the money, yeah. But then, like when that happened, I tried to go back to it to see what could happen. And uh, I tried out for the Somerset Patriots, and Sparky Lyle had mentioned to me that, you know, I had some talent, but not exactly, like, what it took in that sense, like, as far as arm speed and all that. So, okay. I think, like, my, my hardest, I was a righty. The hardest I threw was around 90, 91. So, and I'm 6'3", and big guy. I should yeah, I know you're hardest, a big guy right? with power behind you, of course. Yeah, I figured I was like, hey, you know, I don't know, you know, show me how to do it, you know. <laughs> it's, you know, <laughs> right? 98, throw 97, show me. You know, I'd, I'd love to try. I just, I could never really do it. So I guess it never really worked out. So reality kind of set in and, you know, now it's time to buckle down and try to figure out what I'm going to do, you know, with my life. And, you know, all I really knew is kind of sales and, and uh, customer communication and just being able to be, you know, um, fluent with other people, just being able to speak and stuff like that. So uh, I figured I'd stick with what I knew. You know, right. Since I got back in. I went with uh, Nationwide Equities at that time, and I started to run a team of 12. Okay. We so really it wasn't a bad off. transition. No, it, but, I mean, it, it took a little time. It took a couple years. You know, I started back on the phones again. I built myself up. You know, you got to earn that reputation in that sense at those 
at those, um, you know, banks, you know, you got to really Definitely. show what, what you're doing and what you're capable of. Whatever is written down on paper is on paper, but they want to actually see what you can do. So it took some time, but it got there. And, and building your resources, of course. Of course, networking, all that. Yes. It's all about the network for sure. Absolutely. Yes, it and, is all about the networking. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big key. That's a major key, actually. And, you know, at that at that point, it, it was just, you know, hey, what do I really want to do? Like with this, it was either open up my own branch, get my broker's license, really kind of get everything set up. And, you know, I, I just didn't really know what I really wanted to do. I was at that pivotal moment in my life of where I really want to go and what I want to do. Okay. Uh, the company that I was with at that time, as I'm trying to think about what's going on, ended up shutting down. Wow. So, yep, they went out of business. You know, because the market did years. crash and a lot of mortgage companies went right down the drain with it, of yep, course. They were, holding, they were holding on for dear life. You yes. know, and I guess just at that point, it just didn't work out. So, you know, back here I am, I'm like, well, what do I do now? So I went to go to sell cars. I sold cars for a month. I just didn't like how they treated certain people. I was selling Kias. So I went and I did 11 cars my first month. Oh, that's not bad. Was, was good. But the thing was, is how they wanted you to close these people and how you, you know, you're, it, it just, it wasn't the right way. You know, like everybody knows when they go to buy a car, these guys are like sharks. They're hitting you with this and that. And it's just right. Like, can't do that and sleep at night, man. I can't, and your heart I gotta, wasn't, um, yeah, of course. And if your, heart your heart's in, not there, that's, no. you know, yeah. You it understand how to treat people and you're a young man at this point. I get it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I said, you know what? I was like, let me try to figure something out. My buddy called me that I haven't talked to in years, randomly called the blue and, you know, I haven't seen him in a while. And he said, hey, Joe, what are you up to? I told him what I was doing. He goes, ah, forget that. Come down to Florida. I was like, man, I left Florida. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't want nothing to do with that ever again. <laughs> right, goes, after no, Katrina? No, no. He goes, He's like, man, that don't happen that often. You just got unlucky at that point. He's like, don't worry about it. Come back down and come check us out. Uh, I was like, well, what do you got? And he told me that he was doing transportation services and stuff like that. So I said, all right, you know, I'll, I'll see what you got going on. So I took a trip down there just to go visit and see what was up. And I saw, like, he was making good money. So I said, you know what, man, why not? Like, I'll work with you, and I'll help you, and then maybe I can help you run the business. And he said, no problem, let's do it. So <laughs> along that time, his cousin was in this car rental game. And he did a whole lot of limousine servicing, chauffeur servicing, driving services, stuff like that. But he did have a couple of exotic cars, a Lamborghini Gallardo and a Bentley right. that he would rent. That he would rent, you okay. know, now and again, and I was like, I was like, yeah, they they actually do that? <laughs> I was like, because I, I never knew that you could ever rent a car like that before, and, and I was just like, really, was, that's cool. I'm I'm actually intrigued by this. This is something I didn't even know existed. You can rent these cars. You don't have to spend so much money to go buy it. You can actually rent it. So he goes, yeah, these things move like crazy down here. Miami's like the mecca for all these things, and you know, you can make good money. So, and of course, the weather is beautiful all year round. I mean, people yeah. are driving fast cars. So is this where your passion for fast cars came through? No, I've always had a passion for cars and I've always wanted to own one, you know, since a kid, you know, you always dream about that sort of stuff. You know, most guys, uh, you know, they 
usually dream about cars and sports and living in the limelight kind of thing, you know, having that kind of success, that championship feeling, and then also having that luxury feeling of like the cars and the fast and all that stuff. Like, so I've always thought about that my whole life. So you go from fast throwing, pitching fast balls in college to pitching fast exotic cars. (laughs) Pretty much. It just, that's kind of the pivot where that happened. And it was just like, look, my love for cars is coming in to the point where, you know, now I, I'm trying to find a way to make money, right? Like, I want to find something stable. I want to build something. I want to do something. Okay. And it, it always ended up me working for somebody else. Right. I never owned my own business before. So it, it was something that was a little scary in the beginning, and I had to learn a lot, right, and kind of educate myself on how to really do certain things with that. So, but it was also fun at the same time because it was something I was really interested in. So most people skate through school and they complain and they don't like, you know, I hate this class. I don't want to be here. I want to do this. I don't want to go to school. They mostly say that because they're not learning something they truly love and what they want to do. Because if they were, then they wouldn't complain. Right. So now I'm starting to learn things that I love to do. And it was just like coming naturally to me. And everything seemed to feel like it was falling into place at that time, you know. Right. And he said, yeah, why don't you try doing this up in New Jersey? You know, you're going to go, but you don't have to stay down here, go back up to Jersey and, you know, see what you can do with this. And what were your first cars? What did you start your fleet out with? Well, I started as a broker. Okay. When I went back to New Jersey, I started as a broker. I made some relationships with some of the local companies that were in the area. And a good friend of mine um, at that time, well, still today, uh, his name is Fetty Wap, Willie Maxwell. And, uh, you know, I just so happened to kind of get lucky in that case with him blowing up from what he's doing. Right. You know, he's a hip-hop artist. So when he kind of took off with this major movement, he took a lot of people with him and me being one of them. So a lot of his network started getting geared towards me. Uh, and next thing you know, you know, I, I'm all about the customer service, right? I'm all about treating people right, doing the right thing, trying to – You know, that's why I wasn't really down for that whole car sales thing. So that kind of translated to these people, and they were like, wow, we like doing business with him. Even though I'm not the person that owns all the cars, I made sure that I was there for every single deal to make sure that I handled the transaction personally and made sure everyone had a perfect and enjoyable experience. Great. And that later transitioned to me moving down to Florida. I met my fiance up in New Jersey at that time. Okay. And she was working at Nordstrom's. So she had said that her family lived down in Naples and we have to go down and visit. So I went down there, visited, checked it out. And there was nobody doing what everyone's doing up in New Jersey and down in Miami. Right. You know, as far as the car business. Yes. Renting exotic cars. Okay. Correct. Correct. There was nobody doing that out there. So I was like, wow, that'd be pretty cool if we could have something like this here. And, you know, I was talking to her father and he said, yeah, that'd be a great idea. She'd look into that. So we ended up going back up to New Jersey. She stayed with me for almost eight months. Um, She got pregnant and my family was going to be relocating to Florida anyways. So it all ended up happening where we all ended up moving down to Naples. Oh, fantastic. So it all worked out for you, family and all. Yeah, it really did. It it was almost like, you know, God was just putting me in that direction. Like somebody was just like directing me, like, this is where you're going. Well, this is how it happens. You know, it's it's incredible how it does that. It's, It's unreal. 
so getting down there, it, it was such a transition. Um, I saved up some money. It was supposed to be to buy cars. <laughs> I, had, I had I had almost fifty thousand, Jane. Almost fifty thousand dollars saved up. Right. Okay. Literally, and that money was supposed to go towards two down payments on two cars. Now I can't live in the car with the kids, so that <laughs> it's not going to happen, right? Now so we have a I gotta family. Do right. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got to do right by the father-in-law. Show him I'm responsible. <laughs> I'm taking care of his daughter. That's I can't right. mess anything up. Big old Italian so family. No, you're not going to mess. Oh my up. God! Old, Coming old from school. Jersey. <laughs> Yes. Oh my goodness. And we're getting like, you know, she's pregnant and she's not married yet, you know, not engaged, you know, all this stuff. So I, I got to get on the good side. And you got to get the so, car company moving. Yes. Yes. So it's just like, we got to do so. We got to figure this out. So I, I took the money. I, I put it down as a down payment into the home. Right. And right. Brian, in that case, came to me, who's my father-in-law. Uh, he had came to me and he said, look, you know, you're taking care of my daughter. She's happy. That's all I want. And uh, he goes, why don't you show me the numbers on your business and maybe we can talk about, you know, doing something together. You Good know, man. You well. And my, 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 own, my own father would, would, would ever, you know, he can't even do that. Well, you know, you let, know let's so, digress yeah. here. You're a good guy. You were working, selling cars. You didn't like the way they were treating people. That shows honesty. Then you, you know, went into this other business with an open heart saying, you know, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to treat people the right way. And Gotta then your passion, absolutely, yeah. your passion grew, and look what happened. You know, you asked for it, you opened up, the universe handed it right to you, found a beautiful wife, and now yeah. you're here in Florida. So, I mean, how how much happier can you get with that? <laughs> you really, you know, you, you you can you can get much happier, but you know, it's I haven't been that happy ever, like to have like all that kind of happen. But in the beginning, it was such a struggle. Because right. not only did I put all that money down and I had no money after that, it was like being flat broke. I'm talking almost negative in the account kind of broke, right? Right. And and you got to learn that not only do you have now your father-in-law investing money and he's putting almost 75000 into two cars, a Ferrari California, which is okay. what we started with, a California, and a Mercedes S600 Maybach. So now wow. we got to pay – at least I have to pay. I, I agree. You know, <laughs> three $3,000 payment a month on the Maybach and almost a $3,000 payment a month on the Ferrari, $1,600 mortgage payment. And forget all and the And where other is bills. it coming from? <laughs> it's where is it coming from right now? It's like, how are we doing this? So, it, it, you know, it was very nerve wracking in the beginning and it was such a big risk. And, I, you know, not one month ever went by where we were ever in the red. So, yes, the bills were paid. We didn't make too much money in the beginning, but the bills were paid and we were building something like a, a strong foundation here in Southwest Florida, where now like people are starting to realize who we are and what we're doing, what we're providing to the community and people who are visiting here in the area, giving them something to do a little bit different than the norm from what they're used to on a daily. And it's, uh, it's something that has really caught on and caught attention is now recently taken off tremendously. That's fantastic, Joe. I mean, I wish you all the luck with it. I know you have expanded your business to Las Vegas, to um, you were in New Jersey already. Now you're yes. in Miami, you're in Naples. Yes. I mean, my God, you're, you're moving and you're in L.A. also. L.A. as well, yeah. That is excellent. So, you know, from humble beginnings and, and being very passionate about baseball, baseball not working out for you, then going into this fast car business, 
So how is things working out with that now? As far as the baseball? No, I'm sorry. No, as far as the um, car business. Oh, the car business. What's your fleet like? I mean, I see you sometimes around with Lamborghinis, (laughs) with Rolls Royces, with Ghosts. I mean, unbelievable fat rides that anybody would want to drive. Fast cars, too. I think, what was the car? You let me drive one of the cars one day. Oh, that was the I-8. I remember that. Yeah, I was scared to death. that. That was the new. That was the new I eight Roadster, the convertible. You, yeah, that was a badass car. Definitely, hey, definitely. You were bad. the one that told me, "Oh, I don't know if this is gonna be me right here." But you got in. You went around. You didn't come back for a while. And you're like, "Oh, I think this is all me." I was trying to be. I was trying to really live that Fast and Furious thing for a few minutes. <laughs> I tell you, it's addicting. It, it yeah, happens. those are some hot there, rides. <laughs> It'll catch on real quick. I mean, we, we grew exponentially fast. I mean, from that point, we went from two cars to now having 15. In the mm, that's a nice here, lead. Just here in, in, in Southwest Florida, you know. So it, it's grown very well. And most of it's from people that have rented from us that want to invest in the company by providing a vehicle. And it works out great because these guys – always wanted to have one. They always want to have a Lamborghini or a Ferrari or something, but nobody ever wants to pay that note because they're not going to be using it that much and it's just going to depreciate and they're going to lose money, right? So we developed a way to kind of have that as like an Airbnb for cars where now they can buy a car like that, sublease it to full throttle. Full throttle can now rent it out. They get 1099 and they make a profit off the vehicle and they can drive it as they please. Oh, that's awesome. So it's great. It kind of works out for everybody. It works out for the business and it works out for the investor, for the person that has the car. So now it pays for itself. They make money with the vehicle and they can enjoy it whenever they want. Oh, absolutely. And the car is insured heavily, I'm sure. And, oh, 100%. I mean, that's a win-win for everyone. Yes. 100%. And they get to enjoy it. I mean, yep. my goodness. Okay. And make money. Yes. All the above. It's that's like fantastic. Triangle. Check all the boxes, huh? Check them all off. <laughs> Check them all. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, what's yeah. the future for full full throttle? The future, Whew. you know, I've always been thinking about that, and you know, honestly, it's um, growth and expansion within our uh, hotel, our contracted hotel accounts. Uh, I would say mostly with the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, who were were right. I heard you have a big deal going on with them. Absolutely, I wish you luck with that. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we're actually now with the new hotel that's being built in Hollywood. Uh, it's the new guitar-shaped hotel. They have waterfront villas. I mean, they have all this stuff being set up in that new property. Now we're going to be able to have up to 10 cars at the front of the location in valet, right? And once proven that concept of how we set everything up, we can now translate that to the Tampa location, Atlantic City, Las Vegas, any hard rock, it could be even internationally at this point, Mexico, Dominican Republic, all that. So this could be taken out on a worldwide and nationwide uh, scale in that sense with that particular entity, including the Ritz-Carlton's as well. But, um, you know, that's, that's, that's the big dream is to kind of have that go there. The more immediate uh, future dream in that sense would be um, building a state-of-the-art facility. Oh, yeah, you talked about that in southwest florida that they've never had before 
So, yes, when you come down here, you can go to a place like, say, Naples Motorsports, Naples Luxury Imports, Gulf Coast Motor Works, Black Horse Motors. Those are all places that sell, you know, exotic and luxury vehicles. But there isn't one place that actually rents it out and has, you know, an actual um, brick and mortar, okay? And I want to be able to have that now down here where people cannot just come in on the weekends and do cars and coffee and take pictures. They can do all that now when they come to full throttle, and they can also take the car out, take it for an hour, go to lunch, go do something different. You Interesting. can't do that at any of these other places. Lamborghini Miami or any of those places, they will not let you take that car out for an hour or two unless if you're tr like truly buying it and you put a huge deposit down. So, you know, we're going to kind of change the game here, and it's putting something new into perspective out here and giving something for people to do on the weekends outside of just saying, hey, let's go take some pictures of some cars. Now they can actually check something off their bucket list and say, hey, I can spend a couple hundred bucks take out a Lamborghini, take out my dream car, go out for an hour, take my kid with me or something like that, take the wife out, you know, something that allows them to come out and try and do something different for the weekend where they can't really do that at the very moment. So it's really going to be something true and unique to this area, and we're going to want to expand on that rapidly up the coast. Right. So you're going to try and duplicate that in other, other areas, other cities out here. Of course. Yeah, but we want to make this the, the home front you know, in Naples in Southwest Florida, for sure. You know, oh, this of course. This started. is where your boots are on the ground. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's all about giving back here to the community, taking care of them. You know, the people that do come in that, that visit from, you know, Canada, Europe and the Northwest, Northeast and all that. I mean, that's great. We'll always take care of them, but it's all about the locals here providing that new entertainment, a new way of doing certain things here in the area and kind of, you know, bringing some new market and new business and everything here to this region. Yeah, because if you're locals here, the people that, you know, live here, that's here all year round, whether it's here in Miami um, or, or Tampa, those people are the people that are going to get the word out for you. Because every time someone's going to come by, they're going to say, hey, have you been to that place called Full Throttle? And that's yeah. all you want to hear. Oh, well, you can yeah, do this, that, and the other thing there. Oh, really? I mean, that is nothing like word of mouth. And it could go oh, yeah. around forever. And that's really a good thing, especially if you're providing great customer service and an experience yes. to the customer now. Right and now, we're a five-star company, and we're just a mobile company that operates out of most of the hotels that we have, you know, the hotel accounts. So, um, you know, we're, we're doing pretty well in that sense on our reputation and what we do, and that's purely from the customer service and how we handle it, any situation, good or bad, and making sure that people are taken care of no matter what throughout the entire process. That's great. That's great, Joe. So, Joe, um, from what I hear, you have created a membership for Full Throttle. Tell us a little yes. bit about that. So that's a new thing we just rolled out about a few months ago. It's a VIP black card membership with the company. Uh, it allows people to have access to our vehicles nationwide at a massive wholesale rate in that sense. You know, and wow. as an example... As an example, the, the our Lamborghini, our Huracan, is fifteen ninety five for the day, right? For twenty four hours, so that's fifteen hundred and ninety five dollars. Now, if you're a VIP member, it's only nine ninety five for the day. So that's a significant savings. It is. It is. It is. It's almost. It's pretty much like almost forty percent off. So absolutely, now, uh, somebody gets to save almost six hundred dollars on their first rental for the day. And all they have to do is pay $39 down to be a member, 39 bucks a month, that's it, for the whole year. 
um, or they can pay 350 bucks for the year up front, which saves them money. They get like a few months free, something like that. So it's it's still a significant savings either which way that they decide to go, and then they get a boatload of perks with that too. So I honestly feel that the cars are the perks, but uh, we, we have created such great relationships and uh, made and developed accounts with so many different vendors like hotels and restaurants and I know I hear you have one a huge discount with the Ritz Carlton I believe it's JW Marriott I mean that was impressive to me and just think the kids that go on their proms here and their parents get those cards they can hold those cards until prom day and (laughs) save on a Lamborghini or something for the kid or ghost they could no they absolutely could though They'll get 30% off their stay at any Ritz-Carlton or Hard Rock nationwide Wow! because of those relationships. And on top of that, any of the other hotels that we have are as much as 30% as well. Um, Some of them are just 10 to 20. It just depends, you know, but we have a whole list of those people. But restaurants, too, we have Fleming's on board, and Fleming's has a free appetizer every time you go in there with your card. And you can go as many times as you want per week, per month, however however you want to do it. And this is, will this be available to people in different states, the states where Full Throttle will be based? Like the Las Vegas, other restaurants and hotels, you have created relationships with them. We are in the process of actually doing that right now as we speak. So all that is getting worked into the mix. The only, um, the only thing that we have, like, as far as like down here, it's going to be just restaurants, uh, nightlife, and... Yachts and private aviation and luxury homes. So all all of those and above are all here in the South Florida and Tampa area. Uh, soon enough, we're going to have those accounts as well in Vegas, LA, New Jersey. New Jersey, we have a couple. We have a couple of accounts right now currently. But to be as we are right now down here, it'll happen within the next six to eight months as we are continuing to grow with the membership. But for now, it's primarily like Florida based in that sense, but we will, yes, we will have it in those other locations. Absolutely. Wow. Well, Joe, I'll tell you, it seems like you're building a great business pretty much from scratch and with a little bit of luck, like everyone else needs, you know, we need a little bit of luck and also putting it out there in the universe and having it come right back to you just by asking for it. And it's that's really a incredible. Thing. That it's that yeah. law, it's that law of attraction. It's like really when you start Absolutely. to speak about it a lot, you think about it, you see yourself doing it, you preach about it to your friends, your family, you start to see how all of it starts to come together. It's incredible how, you know, I noticed all this through like the whole process, the years you know, it's not going to just happen overnight. You know, people aren't going to just say, hey, I want to be a millionaire. And then the next day they end up having a million dollars in their bank account. It's, it's, you know, you keep preaching it to yourself. You keep telling yourself what you're going to do. You plan everything out. And it's just crazy how the universe just puts the right people, the right situations, the right moments into place. And you can just capitalize and take advantage of that and uh, kind of make that grow for yourself. Now, it's up to you. The door is going to open now. It's up to you to kind of close it behind you and take advantage of what's being brought in front of you. And walk through it and take action. Take action, yes. You must take action. We did with a lot of the accounts for that VIP membership. So like the um, the clubs. So the clubs, there's one that's Studio 23 in Miami. They let you in for free. 
not even waiting online. They give you a VIP section for you and up to four people, a comped bottle of champagne. Oh, you, you know the ballers are ready for that. <laughs> yes. Yes, even the kid, even, even kids, man, like anyone that's 21 and older that would love to have that kind of feeling, that kind of like, hey, I'm, I, you know, I feel I'm somebody. It's that you belonging. Know, I don't have to be, I don't have to be a Fetty Wap. I don't have to be like a Michael Vick. I don't have to be like one of these guys, you know, that are in the limelight and stuff like that, that get all these perks and treatments. Now just having this card, they get those kind of amenities so that they can kind of ramp up their experience. You know, it's like a, like a ramped up triple A. <laughs> right. I see. Listen, it's they're, Hey, you're teaching them how to keep their foot on the gas and go full throttle. All the way. All the way. And I want to motivate. Jane, I want to, Jane, I want to motivate people, Jane. That That's the point. I want to have people see that this kind of stuff is attainable. You don't have to be a millionaire to drive or own one of these cars. You don't have to be some celebrity or someone famous in order to get treated like one. You know, now we're giving people the ability to have that accessibility and feeling of how it feels to be somebody that is in that position and, and experience I want, that, I want them to feel that and get motivated from maybe the current circumstance they could be in. It could be the worst situation that they're in. It could be something that's a pivotal moment in their life. And I want them to just see that stuff like this is they can have this as much as they want. They just have to focus. They have to grind. They have to work. They have to just be dedicated things like that and I just want them to see like the success that I've had so far from all of this and kind of translate that to them and just motivate people to do something great with their life no matter what it is well you know what Joe I'll tell you um, that is really something great that a lot of people need to hear and you have just expressed that and that's a wonderful thing you know that leads me into a question I have for you if you had to share with people one question they would be they should ask themselves on a daily basis, what would that question be? You know, it would be, did you do enough? Oh, boom. Hashtag boom, guys. Did you do enough? (laughs) Did you do enough? You know, at the end of the day, did you do everything that you thought that you can do? And if you can do it better, make sure that you actually implement that the next day so that you can gradually increase you know, your ability to be a better person, a better, you know, father, mother, son, whomever, right, daughter, whatever it is, just be a better individual and a better human being. And the universe will bring something to you that you can't even imagine. And it'll just present itself and you just grasp it and take take action. You said it. Take action. Take action. Yes. So, Joe, let me ask you, what what would you what would be a great book you would recommend to someone to read? Give us a couple books you would recommend that really sparked an interest in you to get out there and 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 hustle the way you do because you definitely hustle <laughs> you know i um I never was much of a reader when I grew up, and I didn't read too much books you know i I always had like that a d d a d h d thing and I just could never really sit down and focus too much and um, there was a couple of books that were recommended to me. One was the book called The Secret. Another one was The Art of War. The and, Secret, wonderful book. And The Art of War is actually incredible. I couldn't believe I was able to sit through it. But once you get for, past the first couple of pages and you really start to see how, you know, this person's talking about how you can implement those kind of things into everyday life and in business and how you work and navigate through certain things, it's crazy 
how that can translate to not just one business, but thousands of things that you want to do. You know, it's just all about how you, you know, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. You got to think before you do things, strategically plan things out. Like if you do all this, your opponent will never be able to, you know, um, take over you in any case or scenario, no matter what it is, if it's a boss, if it's anyone in, in that matter, you know, it's all about making yourself better and always being a step ahead of the game. You know, you never want to be a step behind. So, and the secret, the secret is a great book. Secret, secret is, is a wonderful book. book. Secret is a, that is a eye opener. That is, that is <laughs> by far probably one of the best books you can get that you can actually start to just utilize right away and start to see improvements in your life, you know, spiritually, mentally, physically, just everything. Like when you start to implement all that, it's incredible. Absolutely. What, it, what it'll do for you. I think, well, <laughs> I know what it has done for me. That book is very powerful and very impactful on one's life when they get a chance to read it. So, guys, if you haven't read The Secret, it is a book to read, an art yes. of war as well. You know, Joe, um, I wanted to ask you, and I should have asked you early on in the conversation, what was one of your biggest challenges that you faced? And this is a two-part question um, on your journey and the lesson you learned. Share that with the audience. What was one of the biggest things? Okay, so... One of your biggest challenges. Yeah. You know, I would have to say, as far as, like, a biggest challenge was trying to step outside of the box, in a sense. You know, you're being crammed in. You've been on the hamster wheel forever. You're, you're just living the life like everybody else, and then having to step outside of that to create something of your own, even though you're passionate about it and you love it, it's extremely difficult if you haven't really already stepped outside of that box. And to be able to make yourself comfortable and do something like that, and and as scary and as crazy it can be, like I told you with all the payments and all the overhead, all, the, all that nonsense, right? So th those were really big obstacles that I had to learn how to overcome, you know? financially and everything how to set everything up strategically with relationships and people like um how to really like use it as leverage to build the business and things like that it's there's so much involved and one of those that that would have to be the biggest obstacle i've had to really overcome outside of an athletic perspective for sports that would be something that was a major transition for me was to try to figure out on how to look deep within be able to get comfortable stepping out and just run with it and watch all the spoils come in from it. Right. So pretty much you're saying you had to get comfortable to be uncomfortable. Yes. And get past that, <laughs> right? If that, get past if that, that makes fear. any sense to people, right? It, that, that's exactly it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. That. I've been there. Sometimes you just have to go out there and do what you have to do to, you know, get it done. And, yes. you know, fears get in the way of people and they have they to put do. aside that fear and sometimes step out of the box, like you said, and be uncomfortable. You yes. know, even though you're in your own skin, sometimes that's the only way you can get past that fear. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I had to do that because th there was nobody that was going to feed my kid but me. Obviously, my wife, you know, too. But I mean, like, just as like a man as like someone that's like the man of the house that has to take care of the family like I, I i'm old school as well with my family so that's like kind of the thing and 
you know, it, it was just like, who else is going to do it? I got to do this. I have so many things like on the line, there's so much stuff going on and I got to really step out. I got to just do it. You know, I still have my battles like everybody else. You know, I have my weight issue that I deal with every now and again. You know, I'm a little overweight, but, you know, it's things like that, like everyone else does. Like, it's hard to step outside the box and kind of get yourself in and just, you know, drive and, and really make it happen. But I really had to step out and do that for the business, for the family, and for everything. And, and I tell you, it was the biggest payoff. The biggest oh, payoff. I can sure. tell you, you epitomize our, you know, from ex- execution to excellence and you are doing well and we're really proud of you here at the Jane Bond show. I am so glad I had the opportunity to speak to you and see what's going on with full throttle and you have like I said you've kept your foot on the gas and you haven't stopped to look back. And no. you know thinking out of the box, it seems like it's really doing well by you, Joe. Listen, Jane, there's no pumping the brakes over here. It's full throttle all the way. All right. All right. That's what we want to hear. So I look forward to speaking to you again. Um, I'm going to wrap this up with saying to you, good luck with everything. I can't wait. I'm so happy. I'm getting my membership from you. So I will definitely, I will definitely be in one of those beautiful cars again. And um, we're going to spread the word. I want you to tell everybody where they can find you, Joe. Oh, of course. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram uh, for social media, Facebook. You just put Full Throttle Exotics uh, for Instagram. Okay, Full Throttle Exotics. Or for Facebook, it's Full Throttle Exotic Rentals. You can go and check us out on our website at fullthrottlerental.com. That's fullthrottlerental.com. And you can also feel free to give us a shout at 1-800-982-8675 to get any quotes try to see what these cars are looking like on a hourly, daily, weekly, monthly basis. Uh, we're here to help in any way, shape, or form to kind of fulfill that need and that dream and check some uh, check some things off that bucket list. Why not? All right. You know, Joe, I just thought about one other question. Tell people... Fire. Fire away. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about this. Where did the name Full Throttle come from? Where did you get that? That is from? so funny that you asked. <laughs> That. I thought oh about my it. Like, gosh. it was one you know, more question. I just wanted to hear you tell us. <laughs> uh, okay, so my buddy that invited me down to work with him for transport, his name is Josh. Uh, Josh Starr is a great guy. Uh, he was letting me live with him at his house because when I came down here, I didn't really have any place to go. Like I didn't have that much money to have, you know, all that stuff. So I'm staying with him, and then one day we, we were just sitting at the table. He was like, "Look, if you could do anything, you know, what are you going to do?" I was like, man, your cousin has a hell of a business. I would love to set something up like that. He goes, that's great. Well, what are you going to call it? I'm like, well, I, I don't know. <laughs> He's like, well, it's got to be something creative. And I'm like, okay. Uh, you know, and I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm living on the fast life right now, man. The way I'm moving, I'm like, this is just nuts. And he goes, well, what, what, what can you come up with? I was like, uh, you know, uh, race uh, race exotics or like, uh, luxury concierge and all these things. And he's like, no, that just doesn't sound right. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I agree with him. Uh, and, and, and he, and he goes, you got to come up with something better. I was like, you know what? I was like, we got to go full throttle with this man. We got to, and, and, and then he was like, what? He was like, wait a minute. He's like, back. <laughs> he's like, what did you say? He's like, what about full throttle? I was like, full throttle exotics. He's like, I don't know. He's like, that sounds like something a little bit too crazy. Let's not do that. And I was like, no, 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 no. I get it. Full throttle exotic rentals. And he goes, perfect. 
Hey, let me tell you. You just dude. found it. That's was, awesome. That's and it awesome. wasn't even ready yet. We weren't even like on on the map or anything. We were just sticking it. It just came out and it was like, all right, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> and that's how it happened, people. And that's how it happened. That's how we got to full Sleeping throttle. Sleeping on an air mattress in, in uh in um <laughs> where was it? This was in um what is it? Uh, oh my goodness! This is on the East Coast. It begins with an A. Where, where is that? Where's that place, Jane? You're 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 good with the uh, Ambler. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, highly uh, Jewish area. A very nice area in Miami. Um, uh, there's a big mall over there too. Mm, not it's, Boca. Oh, you said it starts with the A. I can't even think. It's in North of Miami. It. It's North Miami area. I, I, you know, I'm feeling such an idiot right now with that. It's um. It's killing me because it's on like the tip of my tongue. Aventura. <laughs> Aventura, yes. yes. <laughs> Aventura. Yes. So I was out there with them for a while over there, and I tell you, oh my goodness, it, it's unreal how we came up with all that together, you know. And it was just me and my buddy. We were just talking. We sat down at the kitchen table, and we were just trying to figure things out. And you know, you're always with your friends. You're trying to put some stuff together. You're brainstorming, you know. And that's when most of the best ideas ever just come out too. That's well, right. Well, we like it. Oh, Let yeah. me tell you, we're loving it down here. Full Throttle is right there in your face and ready for you guys. If you yeah. guys are interested in renting or at least an exotic, fast car, get in touch with Mr. Joe Brady at Full Throttle. Well, yeah. Joe, this Private was Private aviation, all that stuff. And if you definitely want to get some luxury homes... You might want to talk with Jane for that one as well. <laughs> well, thank you for that plug, Joe. Thank you for that. So, guys, I want you to remember Full Throttle, and it was great speaking to Mr. Joe Brady tonight from Full Throttle, and we will talk to you guys next week with our next special guest. So, Joe, I want to know who it is. I want to know who the special guest uh, is. Oh, we I mean, you got to No, you're going to have to wait for that. Or oh, I might see oh. you I might see you somewhere. Hey, there we go. See? I get, <laughs> I get I get the perks too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm waiting for my uh, black car, so don't you worry about that. Hey, it's in the mail, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Not it's in the mail. Oh, <laughs> so I'm glad you had a great Father's Day and you spent some good yes. time, quality time with your family and it thanks was well for, needed. Yeah, well needed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And thank you for being on our show tonight, Joe. Thank you for having me, Jane. I appreciate it. Absolutely. We're going to say good night to you, and we will see you next week sometime. Good night, everybody. Good night, Joe. Good night. Good night, Jane. Take care. You too, Joe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.